0: roundtable a podcast on a quest for quality pop culture i'm jamie Dwayne. and i'm sammy
1: and on it this episode on. i've got this jamie this is a <laughs> very special episode of nerds of the Round Table. on this episode
2: all right are you guys trying to stage an intervention or something for me i know i've got an obsession with collecting things but uh is that what that special episode is going to be? No, this is not an 80s TV show. We're not doing oh, okay. that kind of
0: special episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we don't have, a, we don't have a, an ad on TLC, so we're not uh, doing interventions, <laughs>
0: <laughs> This isn't even a G.I. Joe episode where we have to where knowing's half the battle. and So we don't have to tack on anything meaningful at the end. No PDSAs.
2: This either.
1: is our Christmas special episode we've recently reviewed the holiday special and very special it was so this is our (laughs) merge of the roundtable christmas episode so guys how's this thing gonna work out
0: well i think that the idea here is it's kind of like an entire keeping it 100 episode like we're recommending some viewing for the holidays because I know a lot of people end up with a lot of time on their hands and they don't want to talk to their relatives the entire time. So here's some <laughs> other things you can do to fill those hours.
1: Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of Christmas movies and Christmas TV shows out there in, in the world. And sometimes I even find myself, you know, losing track of some of them. Uh, you know, I've got the staples that I constantly re- re- return to. But from time to time, I'll either be walking through the store or, or, you know, digging a little bit deeper in my DVD and VHS pile and say, oh, I remember that one. And, and, and it makes its way to the player for, for a family evening. And um, you you know, know, you, all you, of mine are family friendly, so I don't know about you guys, but go ahead, Sam.
2: You got to watch when you start going through those. You end up watching like the He-Man, She-Ra holiday <laughs> Christmas special or something. So you got to watch when you're digging one. deep. So <laughs> well, if it wasn't
1: if it wasn't clear where the holiday special referral came from, I think we'd just have our answer <laughs> uh, so Sam, just uh just maybe to uh, go ahead and give you enough rope to hang yourself here uh what what's uh, uh, something you would like to start off with
2: all right so so according to what I got here, we're choosing three movies quote-unquote, that that we will want to recommend, right? So we're going to round-robin this thing, correct, gentlemen? So I'm going to start out with a Christmas classic, and I don't mean that in any way other than a Christmas classic, okay? I get nervous
0: Uh, when you say the word
2: classic, though. (laughs) (laughs) So I love the story A Christmas Carol. Um, I love this this idea of Ebenezer Scrooge and the three ghosts. And every year, I try to watch at least one version. And there are numerous versions out there, depending on what you like, okay? Whether it's the one of the old ones with Alistair Sim or George C. Scott, or even in 99, when Patrick Stewart played, um, played Ebenezer, right? Maybe you're a fan of the uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, where... Ebenezer Scrooge was played by his namesake of Scrooge McDuck. So, but that's one of my favorites. So this year, um, and I'll, I'll tell kind of tell everybody how I feel about it afterwards. I think my viewing of a Christmas Carol is going to be the one that we talked about, the Guy Pearce uh, FX BBC uh, production of this. Now, the problem is, is it debuts December 19th. So it's going to have to be dvr because I don't know, you know, I don't know about our listeners, but I know three nerds are going to be sitting in the seats watching uh, The Rise of Skywalker. So I will DVR that. And, you uh, know, in, in a following episode, I'll let you know. So, you know, but I think it's just a good story, you know, and I think it's a good reminder in, in today's world about, you know, what Christmas should be and not just Christmas, but life in general. You know, and I think Dickens sums it up when Scrooge says, I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all the year. And I think that's something that this movie, you know, any version of the movie, the book itself, you know, the story brings out. So that's going to be my first pick, guys, Christmas Carol.
1: And that is a great pick. Um, I'm going to go next here. Uh, my f- uh, first pick is going to be a modern classic Uh looking back at all of our childhoods growing up uh, this is a movie near and dear to my heart not necessarily James's, as we found out last year um, i'm going to talk <laughs> about a christmas your first
0: take on this
1: a christmas story totally. i i love this so much uh, this is a multiple viewing. <laughs> I mean, you know, some things we just hit once. Uh, this Whoa. will be played multiple times during the holidays at my house, and it is we're on
2: TBS for 24 hours.
1: We're on TBS for 24 hours. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a cord cutter, so I'll just have to put it on the DVD on the oh, Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, this is so much my childhood, and so many things that just ring true. You know, if if it didn't legitimately happen to me the spirit was there you know <laughs> growing up so uh, uh, that's that's gonna be my pick so uh, i know uh, we're all a fan of that one so uh, jamie uh, i've spoken enough about that one on our last episode so what uh, is yours
0: i can't believe you used your first pick on that movie <laughs> oh my
1: gosh i love that movie <laughs>
0: See, that's another one of those I saw for the first time as an adult, and I think that was a mistake. Yeah. I think if I had seen that as a kid, I might see through the rosy colored glasses you guys are wearing. <laughs> um, I'm going to be very similar to uh, Sammy on my first pick. I'm going to go with um, – we don't have a lot of Christmas traditions in my family, um, but we watch a version of the Christmas Carol story every year. Um, we don't go with Patrick Stewart. Um probably not gonna go with Guy Pierce. Um we go with Bill Murray. We watch Scrooged uh, <laughs> every year. And um and it's it's so good because we've even got like Bobcat Goldweight in this thing. Um and I just I love, it's it's a weird take on it. Um the performances are strange. I imagine there's a lot of cocaine involved. Um but it's just a, a really fun reimagining of the Christmas Carol story, and it's Bill Murray at sort of peak Bill Murray. Um, Scrooged is my first pick.
2: Scrooged. Very nice. You know, I don't think I've ever seen that movie all the way through. I've seen <laughs> pieces of it. I need to sit down. Now that you've recommended it, I've got to sit down and watch that one. So, and that how many times have you seen to the holiday special? <laughs> um... Four times? (laughs) No, I refuse
0: to believe that. You show it to your class every year. You've seen that (laughs) thing hundreds of times, and you've never seen Scrooged all the way through.
2: No, remember, I only show the cartoon to my classroom. Oh, okay. (laughs) Now I wouldn't put him through and scar him with all that stuff. I mean, come on. Especially itchy special moments. You You don't want to show that in the classroom.
0: So, I was wondering how you explained that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I teach fifth grade. They could probably explain a few things to me, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> yeah, Nowadays, true. that is sad,
2: but true.
0: Yeah. All right. Mo- moving on. Uh, what's your, what's your next pick, Sammy?
2: All right. Uh, number two for me is once again, every year, there's certain things that I watch and One of those things every year that I watch is the Doctor Who Christmas specials. I start from sometimes what isn't even considered the first special. Because there's an episode of the Ninth Doctor where he meets Charles Dickens. So I always start with that one. And then I go into David Tennant's episode and Matt Smith's episodes. Peter Capaldi's. And that's where I'm going to fall upon what I'm kind of throwing out this time. So I love all the specials, but... Peter Capaldi's final special, Twice Upon a Time, was one of my favorites. And I love the fact that it's the 12th Doctor meets the first Doctor. And obviously, you know, William Hartnell is not with us anymore, so they have a, a different actor in that role. But and it, and the cool thing is, is it actually takes place at the end of the first Doctor's first episode before he regenerates his last episode. So which is the 10th planet. So it's caught in the middle of these two doctor who episodes. These two doctors are both trying to figure things out. Neither wants to really regenerate. Um, It's funny to see them play off each other. Plus it takes place during the Christmas armistice of 1914. So it works that in. Mm. Uh, So it's kind of a neat twist. So it's got a lot of doctor who to it. You know, doctor who brings a lot of historical type stuff. So I love that. But, you know, I watched them all, but that's probably my favorite one. The sad part is most of the time a lot of them are regeneration episodes, so depending on how you feel about the Doctor, it can get sad. So, but that would be my second one, gentlemen. So Doctor Who, Twice Upon a Time.
1: Twice Upon a Time, okay. Well... My number two is one of the few Christmas things I will allow to happen at the house before Thanksgiving. I'm adamant. Charlie Brown, A Charlie Brown Christmas. This movie, um, the Charlie Brown from the moment October hits, we have The Great Pumpkin, we have the Thanksgiving special, we have your are a Good Man, Charlie Brown, we have a Charlie Brown Christmas on rotation constantly. Almost any chance, especially my wife can get on the, on the TV, Charlie Brown is on there. And you, know, you see these kids uh, figuring out what Christmas is all about. And you know, it's not about the toys, it's not about the commercialism that Sally, you know, finds out with the you know, selling of the wreaths. Um, you know, it's it's she it's just about wants
2: coming to her. Right. Right. she just wants it, what's coming, to yeah. It's rained um, by Eastern Syndicate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but these you know, but uh, Charles Schultz uh, has such a a you know handle on on the emotion and how these kids, you know, just sell that to us. So, Charlie Brown's Christmas.
0: Right, that's a that's a good one. I, I, I second that motion. Um, I was hoping yeah. somebody would pick that. I don't have it on my okay. list because I want to highlight other things, but like, yeah, I was, I'm glad somebody picked that. Um, my second one is a weird one. Um, I'm a big fan of Calvin and Hobbes. Um, love Calvin and Hobbes. Um, I've got the the big arm. I guess the comics they call them actual omnibuses. I'm not sure what the um, omnibus, whatever the right term is. But I said the right thing. Um, but the big the big collections. So I had to go back and look up a title. I don't know what to recommend, but they always have these winter themed, Calvin and Hobbes stories. There's all these ones with the crazy snowman that he makes. Um, there's one of the collections though that has this long sort of Calvin and Hobbes version of the night before Christmas poem. Um, that's really it's just it's fun but it's also kind of like there's always an emotional thing with a lot of the calvin Hobbes stories um and but so i just wanted to give a title to one of the books i don't know which one of the smaller collections has the nightmare before not not, not nightmare it's a different one it's a different completely different thing the uh, Night before uh, the uh i'm completely befuddled now you know what i'm talking about
1: <laughs> The so i'm gonna before give you
0: Christmas. the name, name of one yeah that's it um the uh I think it's in this one. I'm not sure. But the small collection that has this in it, I believe, is called Attack of the Deranged Mutant Killer Snow Goons. So I recommend sometime around Christmas grabbing a Calvin Hobbes collection and digging into some Calvin Hobbes Christmas fun.
2: I like it. And for those of you that keep up with our Facebook Group, you know, Jamie posts a lot of those Calvin and Hobbes <laughs> uh, cartoons on there, which I love to read. So I, I, I love anytime you do that, brother. So I love Calvin. I always Holmes. look forward I'm to excited. reading those. All right, so gentlemen, back I to you, Sammy. Back to me for number three, right? All right, so my third pick is going to be. Um, Another classic, and it is truly a classic <laughs> of Christmas. Okay, I, I tried to play this pretty straight, fellas. Okay, um, and that is the movie White Christmas. Okay, so you know White Christmas has been around since '54, right? I think uh, these, October '54 is when it first released. But uh, I've watched this probably every year on WGN when they were running Christmas movies. And, you know, I just, it just has that classic fifties Hollywood feel. You've got Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye and Rosemary Clooney. And you, you guys were laughing about Christmas vacation. So the whole Danny Kaye thing probably gives everybody a little bit of a, a laugh. Uh, But so, you know, this idea that, you know, they brought the music in and things along those, you know, this, this movie has a great soundtrack put together by Irving Berlin Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, beyond just white Christmas, there's, you know, count your blessings instead of sheep and snow and it's just such a heartwarming story. And it's this idea, you know, of the bonds that soldiers have had during World War II, especially. And they come back together to help their old commanding officer out whose inn is failing and you know, so they put on a variety show essentially to save the farm. Um But it's just such a good, genuine, and fun movie. Um, And I watch White Christmas every year, and I sing along with every song on it. Okay, so I'll I'll admit that freely. Um, But if you haven't watched it or you haven't watched it in a while, check out White Christmas. I've never seen it.
1: I can sing it all for you. <laughs> I've seen it, but it's been so long. I'll have to uh, revisit that one definitely.
0: I think uh, I think we're catching that. I had kind of a, a strange childhood. <laughs> <laughs>
1: never seen *Christmas
0: Story*. Never seen my Christmas*. Uh, we had we had different Christmas traditions in my house. Join your legs. I'm sorry. All right, so that's
1: that's fine. I was just uh, giving you guys a moment there. Um, this is my second animated. Uh, on this list, *The Polar Express*, uh, starring Tom Hanks in most every role, uh, <clears throat> we love this movie. Um, from the, you know, the the kid doubting Santa Claus to the adventures on the train, and um, to the conductor and engineer, uh, you know, just having their mess of a time in the in the engine room we've even went as far as waiting for an hour and a half in freezing cold in our pajamas to get on a train kind of similar to the Polar Express and be served hot, hot chocolate uh, and uh, given our bail by Santa Claus uh, as we rode to a Christmas village um, and back again. Uh, really great movie, a lot of heart and you know, there's, the adventure there—I mean, it's so much fun—the the, the thing that happens with the ticket, and uh, you know where it takes its little adventure, being lost and found, and you know if when Tom Hanks stamps the the letters on the ticket, and I mean, you have Steven and Tyler. As a singing elf at the end, <laughs> you know. So there's, so there's, some, some definite absurdities here, but you know, you, but you also encounter those Christmas spirits along the train if you've never seen it. You know, uh, the, uh, the guys who help out uh, the little boy as, as he's going along. But the Polar Express.
0: I'm really surprised you like that. I I love I refer that. to I refer to the Polar Express as the undead Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> that was that weird period in CGI animation where like the yeah. humans look like zombies.
1: They, they, <laughs> it is a weird animation, but you just gotta buy it. And I
0: have trouble looking at them. They just look undead <laughs> to me. Like every human <laughs> I think just looks like a you know more animated zombie that I'm used to seeing
1: that's hilarious Um, and I love all the little different tweaks they do on Tom Hanks for all the different characters he plays as as all the the different spirits and then the uh, and then the uh, the I don't know what you'd call him the guy with the clock you know who's making sure they're on time
0: I'm sure it's just a me thing my my kids love it but like they watch it I'm just like I can't
2: look at it take it seriously it's just I keep seeing zombies (laughs) Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know if you look at the the original book was by Chris Van Allsburg and a lot of his artwork is black and white and kind of grayed out like that so I don't know if they were doing that on purpose um, maybe to capture a lot of his kind of work he does a lot of cross hatching and stuff like that and all of his uh, books you know that he does mm-hmm. um, I still to this day can hardly make it through reading that book uh, a few times I've tried to read at the classrooms, and it gets really tough sometimes. Uh, to, to quote Jamie, it can get misty sometimes when th- that bell, you know, doesn't, you know, quits ringing or whatnot. So, uh, yeah. you know, I, I think that's, you know, that's what makes it, I think, so endearing the story in general. Yeah. So.
1: And I, I will tell you, if you if you have kids, especially, uh, you know, I would say from about four years up to 10 maybe 11 um, and you have the opportunity to go to a Polar Express train ride take that advantage I've got three of the Polar Express bells hanging on my tree right now one for each of my children and every year as we're decorating the tree uh, I'll hand out the bells and ask them if it still rings
0: well, I'll tell you what. I'll save some Halloween makeup next year and get paid for <laughs> <up until laughs> it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got to go stash, brother. You got to have your stash to look like Tom Hanks on that one. So. All
0: right, so I'm going uh, third. This is my third pick. And so this, apparently this is the emotionally powerful round. And mm-hmm. so I'm I'm going to go with a very emotionally powerful, meaningful, Spirit of Christmas-style movie. Um, we're going with Die Hard. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody <laughs> to <right> go there. <laughs> And this is, like, when you guys were, chi- were children watching, you know, Christmas Story, me and my family were watching Die Hard every Christmas. This was, this was literally a Fugit family, you know, Christmas tradition. We watched Die Hard together. And it's not Christmas in, in a Fugit household until you've seen Hans Gruber hit the ground. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, guys. The bad guy's dead. Alan Rickman's dead. You can open your presents now. Very
0: <laughs> yeah. good. But, I mean, it is. It is. I mean, I know it's not like... An out-and-out out Christmas movie. I get that. Christmas is not the theme of the movie, but it's a movie about family. Um, you know, broken, messed up family. I mean, broken <laughs> glass. they're not healthy people. Um, their relationships are not healthy, but but Christmas is the setting. I mean, yeah. so I think I think it qualifies, and it's just fun. It's a great movie. You get an excuse to watch Die Hard at Christmas.
1: So Yeah, I'll, I'll take that excuse anytime. You know, to to watch Die Hard.
0: Guess, and we had we watched weird ones at Christmas. man. we watched Die Hard and Lethal Weapon and The Long Kiss Goodnight. I mean, those were the things we were watching at Christmas. Yeah, and <laughs> and
1: those are three great Christmas movies. They all <laughs> take place during Christmas. Those three great Christmas movies. One uh, you
2: know, I, I didn't put on here is Batman Returns. Hmm. Batman Returns is a you know I used to watch that every I Christmas.
1: I Forgot <laughs> about that being situated during that holiday. Yeah, uh, I, I truly had.
2: And there's yeah. a really fun uh, Batman graphic
0: novel that's a retelling of the Christmas, uh, the Christmas Carol called Batman Noel. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's pretty good. There's
2: more. Well, there's. Go ahead.
0: i can say, you can you can tell I'm also sneaking in some of my extra picks that we didn't get to. <laughs>
1: well, I was gonna say, guys, I think uh, I think we each have a few honorable mentions. If if you would like to maybe uh, each take a moment and run through those quickly, you know maybe maybe not in any deep discussion, but just kind of. You just kind of run through those.
2: Yeah, Sam, you got any extras? Yeah, you know, probably for me, uh, one of the we were talking about animated is Batman the Animated Series, uh, Christmas with the Joker, and this is the one where the Joker, Mark Hamill, is basically singing Jingle Bells, Batman smells, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing as he's riding a a Christmas tree rocket out of Arkham Asylum. Uh, you know, and I just I love that episode. That's actually my ringtone every Christmas. Is Mark Hamill's Joker singing that? Uh, so if you're ever out and you all of a sudden hear jingle bells, Batman spells, you know I'm around somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay,
1: do you have a couple more you'd like to mention, Sam, real quick? Uh,
2: you know that that those are probably my big ones. You know, like I said, there's always those off the wall ones that I that I remember as a kid but i doubt i really want to go back and watch them you know christmas specials used to be a big thing uh every year you had to have you know garfield's christmas and pac-man's christmas and uh you know all those kind of things um i do remember enjoying powerpuff girls the fight before christmas uh as one that that made me laugh a lot So, and the sad thing, I wasn't a kid when that came out. Okay, well, uh, my
1: honorable mentions are uh, (laughs) as follows. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Sam, I'm going to learn to stop asking you questions. Uh, There's also also Billy and Mandy,
2: where they meet um, Santa Claus.
1: Well, speaking of the Christmas specials, uh, the things uh, that I'd like to mention the Rankin-Bass specials that come on you Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, you know, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, all of that fun stuff, uh, especially the, uh, especially the, uh, the stick puppet movements. you know, the stop motion features, those were so creepy, they were fun. Uh, I always enjoyed watching those. And another one on my list that pops up quite often is Home Alone. Uh, I just if you want to hear some kids just cackle, cackle like crazy, is coming and, and just watch my boys watch this movie. They are on their heads laughing um, at the wet bandits as they're falling uh, victim to Macaulay Culkin's trap. There. Uh, those are tons of fun. Now, one other movie that's becoming a quick favorite, it's, and it's a new Christmas uh, movie uh, on Netflix, and Jamie, I'm surprised you didn't have this in your top three. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Kurt Russell uh, in the Christmas Chronicles was a lot of fun, and he just has a different take on Santa Claus that is a blast.
0: I, I need to catch it. I haven't yet.
1: Oh, it's a it's a blast.
0: I'm so, doing it wrong. I know. <laughs> Sna- Snake Pliskin, you know, as Santa Claus. Jack Burton as Santa Claus. I mean, I, I'm the I'm the I'm the target audience for this thing.
1: <laughs> and, and that's really, that's really how he plays it. You've got Jack Burton as Santa Claus. I mean, that's pretty much what you got in in the Christmas Chronicles. So you definitely need to make check this it out. <laughs> so what what's some uh, honorable mentions of of yours there, Jake?
0: Um, well, I have this long-term um, love for the show Scrubs. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, I just, I can't help myself. I can't, if, if I'm flipping through the channels at somebody else's house, because I'm a cord cutter now. But back when, before I, I cut the cord, they had, you know, done syndication rights on like so many different channels. Like you could catch Scrubs. And I if I, if I was flipping through the channels and hit Scrubs, I would stop and watch the end of that episode, even though I've seen them all. But I think it's season two. They do a Christmas special um, called Christmas at a Hospital, and it's ridiculous. It's overly syrupy. They're trying too hard, but um, <laughs> but it is a lot of fun. So the, the, the Scrubs Christmas special, um, it's ridiculous, but I enjoy it. Um, the one sort of traditional Christmas movie I watched as a kid growing up was It's a Wonderful Life, and – I love that thing. I can't get. I we don't watch it at my house because my wife hates it. <laughs> 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 she, she hates this movie, and since I want her life to be wonderful, I don't make her watch it with me. Um, but I, I love that uh, Batman Noel is is an f- interesting take. Um, I already snuck this on the show. Uh, on Kiss Goodnight. My, it's, that is that is the Christmas movie of my childhood. Uh, my dad refers to it. He I don't know that he remembers the name of the movie. It's just the Christmas movie. Uh, <laughs> so uh, those are probably my big ones. And I guess we're I mean I, I didn't want to pick it because we're going to review it soon. But Elf, I love Elf, and I think uh, to, I mean I'll make i I guess I'll flinch a little bit just hearing Sammy say it so often. But I think it is a modern Christmas classic. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, I yeah. love Elf.
1: And if if I'm not mistaken, the way uh, the scheduling serves is Elf may come out before this.
0: Oh, that's uh, right! I forgot. Yeah, yeah we report this way ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, Elf should already be come out yet. So
1: yeah, so you'll you'll know our we'll thoughts heard on it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you'll know our thoughts yeah. on that. One. Well,
0: I'll tell you what. If the episode if that episode goes badly, um, you can edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And if you we'll, leave it in, because we'll know the episode went well. <laughs>
1: Well, guys, uh, we would like to thank you very much for sticking with uh, us through, you know, our podcasting adventures. Okay. Um, you know, we just want to give you guys back a little something at this time of year. And, you know, we'd like to encourage you guys to, s- to just spend time with your family and just enjoy all the nerddom and hopefully the the great fat jolly elf of nerddom has blessed you with plenty of comics and movies and <laughs> novels and video games and all the
2: greatness there so and, and, and just to add out? as you've heard us exclaim as we close out tonight nerdy christmas to all and to all a good night